Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast, Stacy Personally Speaking, where my thoughts become known. This is Season 1, Episode 158 of the Journey 365 series. Today's episode is about God's timing, sightseeing, heartbroken, poor dear. I was awake from around 5.30. It was a good time to be awake for the trip ahead. But I didn't want to be awake so early. And so after a quick pit stop, I climbed back into bed until nearly 6 o'clock. I didn't fall back into deep sleep, but was able to rest a bit more. I got up, pulled back the curtains and ushered in the full light of the day and settled into my devotions. I knew it was going to be a short version today to allow me to get some things done before heading out. There was quite a struggle, I confess, to whether I should go on this trip or not, but I really wanted to go and experience another side of the island. The only thing was that it was the first Sunday of the month, which is when I'd go to church for communion. The timing wasn't great, but I made my decision. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. I was reminded that God is the master of time. He is in control of everything. So I don't pretend to ever be in control. I'm at God's mercy. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Second Peter 3 verse 8 of the King James Version. After my devotions, I wanted to stretch my legs, but I didn't think there was enough time to do it. So I had a shower, put on the kettle for some hot water, and got the ingredients together for my green smoothie. Sounds familiar, I know. While I was doing all this, I was wondering what to wear. I should have decided that beforehand because it usually causes me to move a bit slower. I realized I would be able to have my smoothie and so I put it in my bag with the travel cover on it. I also made some black tea and put in my bag along with two apples. My plan was to leave home by 7.20 to get to my friend's house at 7.45 by bicycle. It was already 7.15 and I finally decided what to wear. But guess what? It needed to be ironed. And this caused me to be further delayed. Of course, I could have worn something else, but I'd have to search for what else to wear. The long and short of that was, I ended up leaving home 7.30. And what was worse, I threw the freshly ironed shirt into my bag. I couldn't believe it. It was getting all crushed. (laughs) The frame of my sunglasses also broke as I was packing the bicycle basket. Ah. I'd had quite a few things in my hands, but I didn't realize the frame was being crushed. I got to my friend's apartment at 7.50 after pedaling very hard. She was like, take a rest, take a rest. What? I thought to myself, 
she had set me up. She was like, we can take the 845 train too. No worries, no worries. The plan was to take the 807 train. But I guess she was thinking I'm tired from my bike ride, so I'm grateful. I was happy for the rest though, and took the chance to enjoy my smoothie. I wasn't sure where exactly we were going, so I felt like I was really just going along for the ride. She covered my transportation using her seasonal ticket called Seishun Juhachikipu, or Seishun 18 Ticket, which allows five trips at a reduced cost using only the JR line. You can use it for five people in one go or make five different trips on different days. Cool, right? Yeah. The thing is that there is a fixed period in which the ticket can be used. For example, the summer period goes from July 20th to September 10th. This covers the school summer holiday period. The only other seasons the ticket is available for are spring and winter. We hopped from train to train to train until we got to one of our destinations. <laughs> Nara. This seasonal ticket is a great way to travel and explore at a reduced cost. If you plan wisely, if you plan wisely. It took us about three and a half hours to get to Nara from Ozone. I was not prepared for this trip at all. Usually if I'm going so far, you know like in Jamaica when we're going on a long trip, I'd probably have taken an overnight bus in, ja in Japan. And that's usually just one bus for however many hours. I haven't been on a train for so long in a long time. The only train I'd ever been on for over an hour was the Shinkansen or bullet train and it had a different feel altogether. We took three trains in total but of course my first leg was the bike ride to my friend's apartment which was like 25 minutes. The ventilation on the two last trains was terrible and they took the longest time. I changed from the thick mask I started out with to the cotton mask and then to the sponge mask while fanning myself. I felt like I couldn't breathe. I wanted to see the deer and so the decision was made to change from going to Kobe to Nara. What I didn't know was that Nara was in a completely different direction and so we had to change trains at Kyoto. While we were on our way, I said I wanted an onigiri or rice ball from Family Mart. Family Mart convenience store. After passing two 7-Eleven convenience stores and searching Google Maps, we found a Family Mart inside another station. My friend said the operator said we would have to pay to go past the wicket to make a purchase in the family mart. Huh? This made absolutely no sense to me. But since I hadn't been the one to talk to the station operator, I just took it as is. We had to make our way back to one of the 7-Elevens 
much to my dismay. And what made it even worse was the fact that I didn't enjoy the onigiri I bought there very much. It was an interesting salmon, wasabi and soy sauce taste though, but not my style. It filled a gap anyway, as by this time, it was minutes to 12 and we were nowhere near our final destination yet. Nara. Nara started off interesting once we got on track towards the hugely popular Nara Park. You know that new feeling? I was enjoying seeing the deer scattered everywhere, everywhere. People were interacting with them and the deer didn't seem afraid or bothered. In fact, the flip side seemed more true. People, especially some children, were afraid and seemed bothered by the deer. I reasoned to myself that if people are always feeding them, then the deer would always be approaching people. And that's how it has been for however many years. But that excitement soon changed as I realized what the deer must be going through. They didn't look healthy. My heart was broken, especially for the deer whose antlers had been cut off. Why had such cruelty been inflicted on them? I was no longer happy to see the deer in this environment, to see their dependence on handouts. I found myself apologizing to the deer, especially those whose antlers had been removed. I started to experience frustration that I couldn't help my feelings for the deer. Later on, while we were making our way through the underground crossway, my friend pointed out a poster which showed that the deer sometimes became aggressive towards people and so we should be on the alert. And so it is supposed this is why their antlers, some of them had their antlers removed. It was hot. I couldn't keep my shirt on anymore. I took it off and tied it around my neck. Can you believe it? The shirt that had started off with so much care. <laughs> it was so hot, and though I was grateful for the beautiful weather, the heat was stifling at times. I wished I'd worn loose clothing. It seems like I still didn't know, or I still don't know, how to dress for the different seasons in Japan. Every season I have to relearn, and until I do, the default is always jeans. Oh boy. I observed what people had on and most persons had on loose fitting or short clothing. I didn't have cold water with me either, but warm tea, which is technically better. I was really unprepared for the trip, really, but I survived. My friend and I navigated the deer to enjoy some beautiful architecture and scenes. It was a lot of walking. In fact, my phone told me I did about 18,000 steps. I've never calculated that before, but my phone just automatically told me. I was glad that I had on my sneakers, which gave extra support. To combat the heat, I moved through all the public misting stations, washed my face, and at one time, wet my hair. 
it was really really hot i had brought two apples one for myself and the other for my friend i thought we were probably going to have lunch there somewhere but the timing was all over the place and deer were all over us we had found some really nice seating near a small river a small river area in the park it was so beautiful and serene while we were enjoying our apples we had a few deers visit us they were not easily turned away in fact one of them refused to go away and was literally all up in our business my friend had to get up and take up her stuff and i had to follow shortly after it was a bit annoying having to deal with that since i was so hungry but i imagined that the deer was hungry also and had smelled the delicious apples this was not an unusual thing for the deers we observed them pestering old young and anybody that had shikasembe or deer snacks yup therein lay the problem special snacks were sold to people to feed the deer and without going into th anything lengthy this simply meant that the deer were always reaching towards people and their hands in expectation of a treat but the treat included anything and everything including ice cream paper flyers and apples of course even my train pass had to be sanitized after it found itself being sucked on by a huge deer while we were purchasing ice cream i had had enough honestly i wanted to enjoy my ice cream in peace and so i tried to find the most isolating area as i possibly could away from the deer the mango ice cream was really good and had hardly any dairy in it a really nice flavor i had i had to stand and move away to enjoy the last bit of my ice cream and the cone because a deer came it was time to start back toward the station we stopped briefly in a supermarket to get some water and then i expressed a, a desire for takoyaki that's a popular food more like finger food um in osaka but guess me what osaka took us even further away from the direction of home i didn't realize i honestly didn't want that but now i really had takoyaki on my mind and so we set off on the 315 bound for osaka i wanted to eat takoyaki really badly as it turned out we stopped in namba namba which is in osaka but not osaka station itself it was also confusing for me but in the end we got our takoyaki and took a very touristy picture the authentic taste was well worth the trip but it was time to go home at last and that was going to be a long way off by five o'clock i was beat and the journey home had barely started we had over three hours to go and that was more like four hours for me to get to my apartment there was still the matter of getting some food to eat 
I decided I'd have McDonald's for dinner because there was nothing at all at home that I could have right away. The plan was to get a free meal as a first-time user of Uber Eats with a promotional coupon from my friend. But that didn't go as planned and caused me to be quite delayed in getting home. My friend shared her meal with me. She has truly been a blessing to me over the years. I didn't get home until almost 11 p.m. by God's grace, as there had been such a heavy downpour for about a half an hour just before I had headed home. Once I got home, the rains came back so heavily a few minutes later. It was an awesome day. Thanks be to God for using my friend. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to leave a comment and let me know what you thought about today's episode. Join me next time on Stacy Personally Speaking.